Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, where each week Jonathan and his co-host interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing. Jonathan, take it away. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. This is episode 548. We've got a great guest with us. We've got Brian Messalima. I'm probably destroyed his surname, but you know me, listeners and viewers. Yes, sorry, Brian, but I had a go at it. Um, And he's the co-founder and president of AppPressor, um, a really fascinating plugin um, and just a great member of the WordPress community and evangelist. So, Brian, can you give the listeners and viewers a quick 30-second intro about who you are and what you do? Sure. My name is Brian Messenlaner. Brian Messenlaner. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a, it's a long one. You did pretty good, though, better than most people. I'll tell you, um, for, but, and Stephen will confirm this. That was a great that was a great attempt by me, wasn't it, Stephen? <laughs> I've done Better a lot than worse. the usual. Better than the yeah, usual. Thank you. Thank you. You should be impressed, Brian. All right. Cool. So, um, so yeah, so I've been in the software game uh, ever since 2001. Uh, so almost 20 years now. Um, I started off as a computer programmer for the United States Marine Corps. That's where I learned how to, how to first program. The first scripting language I learned was Cold Fusion, if, it, if you guys remember that. Uh, yeah, I used it. Queries and stuff, and yeah. Um, so I I did a lot of uh, custom database um, systems, uh, Oracle, uh, SQL Server. When the .NET frame came uh, framework came out, uh, I jumped ship on classic ASP and went over to uh, .NET, uh, ASP.NET. Uh, C Sharp was my favorite of languages. So uh, when I got out of the military, um, I started looking at open source PHP based projects. And uh, WordPress was was uh, something that was very popular uh, at the time. We were, I was doing a lot of like Drupal stuff, uh, Magento stuff, some Joomla stuff, but but WordPress really uh, s- stood out. Uh, I I like the community a lot. Um, they see, seem to be very involved. We were um, building a lot of cool plugins that did a lot of cool stuff and tying into other systems. Um, so I think around in 2013, we were um, we had a project. Uh, building a mobile app for the YMCA's in New York City, and they uh, we were we specialized in building WordPress plugins, right? But we didn't want to tell the YMCA's to go away, um, and we had built this whole badging system uh, for gamification. And Jonathan, you might be interested in this if, if you like BuddyPress. It ties into BuddyPress, so you could um, award your your community members with all these different achievements and stuff. So anyway. Um, so the the YMCA's wanted to take advantage of this of this plugin that we built, but we were in this dilemma that we we didn't build iOS apps, right? So we instead of telling the YMCA's to go away, we decided to build one, and it was all basically just a, a wrapper uh, for a, a custom WordPress theme that was built to look and function like a mobile app. Uh, in fact, the only the only native uh, part of this app was the 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 when it turned on the camera to scan the barcode on the back of somebody's uh, Y membership ID uh, to log them into the system so they could take all these different challenges and earn these badges and earn points that equate to, uh, you know, membership discounts or water bottles or whatever. Um, so this this app that we built for the YMCA's was, was a success. Um, we, we, we had another project after that for the Dallas Museum of Art, which is essentially the same type of thing, uh, building a mobile app where people could walk up and, uh, and 
and um, work with the exhibit, like interact with the exhibit right in front of the exhibit uh, through this iPad-based kiosk. So after that, um, we were at the, a WordCamp in San Francisco and Matt Mullenweg, I forget what year this was, uh, he came out and he actually showed uh, during the state of the word, our, our video uh, of the YMCA's promoting this app that we built and talked about how there's going to be headless, you know, WordPress sites coming that, uh, you know, using WordPress data through the API to control uh, client-side apps and voice apps and all sorts of stuff. Um, so right at that same time, we thought it would be a, a great idea to basically launch AppPresser, which was the world's first uh, WordPress-based uh, plugins for building an iOS and Android app. So essentially, you don't need to know how to build an iOS and Android app. All you have to do is flex your WordPress skills, and boom, you got a you got a mobile app that could be on the. the oh, well, that's 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 fantastic. Um, so I'm going to let Stephen in quickly introduce himself. Stephen, would you like to quickly introduce yourself? No, you're good. No, my my name is Stephen Satter. You know me. I've been on the show for a little while. Uh, you can head over to zipfish.io, check out what I'm doing. Um, we make WordPress sites faster by optimizing not only the server stuff, but actually the code that runs the website. So your themes and your plugins. That's great. And I'm just going to quickly tell you about one of our great sponsors, and that's Kinsta Hosting. Kinsta Hosting is only a WordPress hosting provider. Um, basically, if you're got looking for a um, great hosting provider for your own website, if you're using WooCommerce, if you're using um, Lifter LMS or LearnDash, you really need really powerful hosting, and that's what you get with Kinsta. Also, they're just fantastic people to work with. Um, they provide all the technology, all the bells and whistles, great interface, great support. That should be of interest for yourself and for your clients. So go over to Kinsta, have a look at what they've got to offer. I suggest that you buy one of their packages for yourself or for your clients. But the main thing is tell them that you heard about them on the WP Tonic show. So, Brian, thanks for that extensive introduction. You know, you've got an enormous amount of experience in WordPress. So with um, AppPressor, how long, how long is it now the company been running? And is there anything in the, in the next six months to a year that, um, that excites you around any improvements to the app, to the app in general? Or the platform, sure, so. really, isn't it? It's a platform, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's evolved over time since uh, 2013 uh, when when we launched uh, the first version of it. Uh, we're on on uh, AppPressor four now, um, so it's it's pretty cool. We we just introduced a um, like a, a, a way to build um, custom app pages using a block editor. So AppPressor, we we always got to the point to where you need to know a little bit, uh, unless you're using our our custom templates. That we have already, you know, pre-built, or you're tying into your app uh, to your WordPress site specifically and using our app theme, our Ionic theme. Um, there wasn't too much custom um, customization that you could do without actually knowing some Ionic code and be able to mark up some Ionic. Um, so now we have this this uh, block editor essentially to where you could put together your app pages. Um, just by drag and drop, and, and really, you know, customizing some settings, which is which is pretty cool. Um, so we, it works kind of two ways, where you could either point your in the app builder, you could point it to AppPress or to your WordPress website that uses the app theme, and it'll just run whatever uh, 
WordPress page that you have, but it'll run it inside the app and it'll look like it's the app. Now that's a little bit slower, right? Than using the WordPress API and pulling the data directly from the API into the app, which is our preferred method. Uh, you know, utilizing the the WordPress API to build your pages. All right, that's great. Over to you, Stephen. Yeah. So uh, I've like AppPressor has been like something in the back of my head for like as long as I have ever been developing WordPress because in WordPress because like clients are always like, oh, I want an app. And like, I've, I've never had like the opportunity where it's worked to actually use it. But um, the idea behind it, right, that you can take a website and make it an app is just like brilliant, right? Like it doesn't take an, a huge amount of development to get your content from the web, from a website into an app. When it comes to like, like migrating that data, or I guess it's not migrating, but like you would just install a plugin on your site. Is that how it works? Like I install the app presser plugin and then I can customize that or is it another like WordPress install? So there's a, a series of WordPress plugins and a, and a WordPress theme. Uh, the theme gets installed in the theme directory, but you don't activate it. Um, it just sits there. And when the website receives a request from the mobile app itself, it serves up uh, this special app presser theme so that, and it's linked to your app presser account in the app builder. So when you're building, when you're using the app presser app builder and you're, Choosing maybe like the colors for your app and and the and the you know the the logo on the top or whatever the menu have a menu set up, um, all that is is going to be pulled over to your theme to your app presser theme. So when the the app serves up a page that's from your website using the app presser theme, it knows which you know which colors to use, which styles to use, and everything because that's already defined in the app. So it, it it's pulling essentially pulling in your any WordPress page into the app and made to look like it's part of the app. So think, uh, think so like you kind app. of have like these two themes on your site, the one theme that like is doing what normal themes do. And this kind of theme that's sitting behind the curtain, waiting for requests coming in from the app to be able exactly. to generate and serve that content. Exactly. Exactly. So you could build your app uh, that way where you're basically pointing, uh, setting up like pages on your app that point to uh, any WordPress site. Uh, URL that has the the app presser theme on it. Now there's also the the base app presser theme, which you or I'm sorry, app presser plugin, which you need to install and and basically map it to your like app presser ID and everything on appresser.com. And then there's also uh, third party specialty plugins. Like if you have if you're using like BuddyPress, you could install our app community plugin, and basically it'll allow you to build a social network mobile app. Um, all running from BuddyPress and from the BuddyPress API. Uh, so you have like all the functionality that you, that you would uh, in any BuddyPress uh, social network, the messaging, groups, memberships, profiles, um, all that baked you know, directly into the app. There is also a WooCommerce uh, plugin for AppPressor um, that you could install. And then anything that you have in your store, your e-commerce store, boom, is available uh, for you uh, in, in the mobile app. Um, same thing with with uh, LearnDash. We have a specialty LearnDash uh, plugin, so you could set up, you know, all your courses um, and have that set up, you know, on your WordPress site. Um, to and it all ties in uh, seamlessly already into the plugin that we have uh, using the WooCommerce API. So it's much faster than just like loading those pages. Uh, it, what I talked about in the beginning, like just pointing to a to a WordPress page and loading it like that, it'll work, right? But it's going to be slower because WordPress has to do its thing and load everything like that. When we're using the API 
with some of these specialty plugins, we're, we're pulling the data right from WordPress, right from the API, and uh, you know, populating it into the into the mobile app. And then the same thing with pushing data back to the to the web server. Got it. Interesting. So you have your app presser account, you have your theme, and then you have these app presser plugins that kind of glue those things together a little bit. Exactly. Is that, is that the kind of the correct way to think about it? Yep. Yep. Like for example, we have a we have a push notifications uh, plugin. So when you install that plugin, it gives you a, a little uh, meta box with a, ch- a checkbox on it when you're publishing a post. Uh, so that you could send out a push notification to everybody that has the app about a new blog post. Uh, so, Jonathan, if you were using uh, AppPressor for a mobile app for your podcast, um, as soon as you publish the post about it on your on your website, it could go out with a deep link to everybody that has the app installed. They get the push notification, click on it, it opens up right to that page and starts playing this this video of us. I would imagine the eg um, the WooCommerce integration is extremely popular. Would I be right about that, Brian? Yeah, a lot of people are using it. Uh, pretty much uh, a lot of people that have shops or existing shops in, in WooCommerce and want to be able to offer that, um, you know, basically have more doors to their content, uh, making their making their app available in the, in the app stores. Because um, I think a lot of people that are that are building something themselves or getting somebody to build them in the WordPress ecosystem, I think they have quite major ticket shock when they actually go in the world of um, app development for Mac or Android, uh, iOS, or they get real tickets off and then then they they come across your solution and um, it's at, at a much more reasonable price, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we're kind of the extreme undercutters when it comes to building uh, mobile apps. Um, and really because we're taking advantage of open source software, WordPress, uh, to be able to cost effectively uh, build these these apps. Um, there's there's also another part of our business at AppPressor. So we have this SaaS-based platform for building mobile apps. Uh, you know, you can sign up, subscription-based. You have access to our, uh, to our app builder. Um, which now has the the, the app uh, page builder um, attached to it, uh, and you could you could build your apps that way. Um, but then we also have another side of the business that is all custom mobile app development. Um, and in a lot of cases, we bypass AppPressor altogether. We still build the apps with the same technology stack uh, that we that we built AppPressor on. But these are more very tailored custom mobile apps for clients that have uh, very custom uh, you know UX. Uh, built for for an idea for an app um, or a very custom workflow um, where we would just essentially build an app uh, just for them. So we've been doing a lot of like custom app development um, using utilizing the WordPress API uh, and in some instances connecting to other APIs of other systems that aren't uh, WordPress, but bringing them all together uh, with within the app. Um, you know, taking advantage of these open source uh, platforms like WordPress really. Uh, saves money, even uh, with very custom tailored app development. Um, a, lot, a lot of the projects that we build, and we we start off on some of these uh, more high end apps around like twenty grand and up. But a lot of these uh, these same apps that we're building for around that price tag, if somebody were to go and get a quote on an iOS app that does this uh, same functionality that we're building or whatever, they'd probably be looking at like at least like a hundred grand 
for that app. And that's just for the iOS app. Then they got to wow. they, they go hire an Android development team to build the same thing. Um, and what we're essentially doing um, with these, a lot of these custom projects too is we're building a, a PWA or progressive web app uh, that is the same code base from the iOS and the Android app. So really, uh, we're, we're even uh, getting these, uh, these projects down to one code base uh, to run the iOS app, the Android app, and, and the, uh, the web site. And we're using WordPress, the backend, so all the tools that everybody that you know is familiar with and loves and, and can use with ease to basically manage all the content in the website, the app, and um, or the, the mobile app for iOS and the mobile app for Android with, with one code base. Um, so that saves a lot of time and money when it comes to like support and maintenance of maintaining a mobile app and then also maintaining a separate WordPress theme and if you if you're using something like um, you know BuddyPress, then you know that uh, custom BuddyPress theme development could be a, a daunting task in time, um, unless you're using some of these uh, pre-built systems like Buddy Boss or whatever. Um, so so a lot of work is going to go into, and especially if you have something custom, some custom functionality, you're going to build some custom plugin that inter, that that piggybacks off of BuddyPress and is built into the theme somehow. Um, that's going to be double the work of then having to duplicate that same functionality in the mobile app. So in, in uh, some cases of these custom apps that we're building now, we're, we're doing PWA um, and one source code for the website, the mobile app uh, for iOS and, and Android, which is... Well, which I think is cool. So, so I just want... Um, we need to go for our break and then Steve can ask his question. We're going to go for our break, folks. Um, I think it's been a fascinating discussion already. We'll be back in a few moments. LaunchFlows turns your WooCommerce website into a selling machine. We make it easy to create gorgeous sales funnels, no friction checkouts, order bumps, upsells, downsells, and much more. Gain full control over your buyer's journey from the top of your WooCommerce sales funnel all the way to the bottom. Best of all, you can use your favorite page builder, such as Elementor, Divi, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, or one of the high-converting templates we've included inside. Get rid of the clunky WooCommerce shop pages and checkout process in favor of an optimized buyer flow that instantly increases conversions and makes you more money. LaunchFlows provides one-click order bumps that increase the total value of every sale with a 10-30% to 30% conversion rate. This is perfect for anyone offering complimentary products, training, or extended warranties. With unlimited upsells and downsells, your buyer's journey doesn't need to end at the checkout. Instead, we make it easy to display a series of additional offers as part of the original transaction. This is perfect for one-time offers, related products, mastermind class offers, high-ticket software sales, or subscription supplements. Not an expert? Don't worry. We've got the training and the consultation you need. WP Launchify will teach you how to get the most out of launch flows with personal consultation on WordPress, WooCommerce, marketing automation, and much more. If you want to earn more money with your WooCommerce online business, you owe it to yourself to try launch flows today. We're coming back. It's been a great discussion with Brian. Uh, um, so, Stephen, off you go. Yeah, I just want to explore this progressive web app or PWA a little bit more because that's like a really interesting thing that's coming up on the horizon, right? It's like for the listeners that don't know out there, uh, 
a progressive web app is kind of like a hybrid that sits between a website and an app. It allows you to have like some local storage on a device and take advantage of some of the features that a mobile device has, but you're not actually building an app and the app doesn't have to necessarily exist in the app store. Somebody can go to a website and install the app directly onto the phone. Um, and it's kind of a new thing that's been rolling out. Um, where do you see that going? And like, do you think that's going to take over the app world and we're going to just see everybody moving to progressive web apps? Or is that something that there's still a lot of features that you can't get out of the progressive web app? So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a painful a process. Question. Um, I mean, I, I, I definitely, um, we, we take advantage of progressive web apps at, at AppPressor um, to the, for our client's advantage, right? So, in the, because in the long run, um, that we're building one one thing instead of building two things, instead of building a WordPress website, traditional you know theme and building that out how they want. Um, when, by the way, all, most of their traffic is probably you know mobile phone based anyway. Uh, and it all depends on really the circumstances of of what the client's needs are. Some clients really need a a nice WordPress theme. Maybe they maybe they still want to use for whatever their their app is. Maybe they still want to use a PWA for their app. And we'll just make their their website or the URL for the app like app dot whatever their domain is as a subdomain, and the the live you know the the real domain will be just a marketing site, a WordPress a traditional WordPress theme that markets the app for a bit you know that they could just link directly to it app dot and that would be you know essentially the same app that somebody would go download it from the iOS or or Android uh, app stores. Um, but as far as your your question about uh, PWAs, you probably see that you know they're going to get a lot, a lot popular, and probably a lot of um, you know development companies that that are building traditional themes and stuff uh, may uh, you know start to build more PWAs, especially if they get into building uh, mobile apps and stuff. It all depends on you know what device you're using, uh, what 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 kind of devices that your users are using. Do you? Do you find that it's easier to create a progressive web app than an actual iOS app? Like as far as like budget number wise, like if someone's like, all right, I want to create an app. Is a progressive web app like magnitudes the time easier than what using like app pressure to actually build like a native app inside of the app store? Um, no, it's, it's so it's basically the same process and we're creating a, a WordPress theme that just basically uh, uses the, the, you know, invokes the PWA instead of the traditional WordPress theme. Um, so there's not a lot of, of extra work that goes into it. Uh, and and there is a lot of extra work that goes into releasing an app in the app stores though, um, especially like with Apple. Uh, even though lately they've been pretty good, we've seen apps that we've submitted to, to the app store that have been approved within three days, which, uh, you know, I've seen apps that uh, wouldn't get approved for three months on the, on the app stores, you know, with a lot of back and forth. And they're very... Uh, obscure about what it is that they want you to fix because they don't want any type of legal, you know, issues with it. They just kind of push you to where, okay, well, here's go look at this clause in this documentation, but they don't, they won't tell you exactly what it is. So it's kind of like a guessing game. Uh, the exact opposite on Google Play. I mean, you push up an app to, to Google Play and it's in the store within less than than twelve hours. Um, they'll only usually pull it if you know, if somebody reports it or there's some kind of issue with it, but they pretty much approve anything, everything. Um, so going back to what you're saying, like you, you could make a PWA that you could install as a shortcut on somebody's phone and they they really wouldn't know the difference between that and an app that they download, you know, in the app store. It's essentially the same thing, same code base, 
just the way that it, it interacts with native features is a little bit different. Uh, where you know, if we have a if we have an iOS app, we could we could interact with those device features uh, directly via the, the app, right? Where if we're doing it through the browser, we have to rely on the, that browser's capabilities, um, which now the, the browsers have a lot of capabilities like you know camera and location and stuff baked right into it that you could you know access uh, and 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 use the same way that you would uh, from a native mobile app, you know, running running the same uh, code essentially. Now, if if we're going to like take a website and build it into an app, would I have to go and sign up for an app like an Apple Developer account and a Google Play Developer account, or does AppPressor take care of that, or is that something that like each person has to own their own? Yeah, so so each each uh, client, each customer owns their own their own app. So they go set up the developer account on both uh, app stores, um, and then with with Apple, you know, you have to pay the extra. Uh, whatever it is, two hundred dollars a year or something, and um, or if you're a nonprofit, you can get that waived, and you have to go through their their whole enrollment process where you need a Dunn's number and all your your social security number, all your kids' social security numbers, and, <laughs> and crazy stuff. It's a rigorous <laughs> process, <laughs> especially if it's your first time like going through it. Yeah, yeah so, but one uh, of the but one of the great benefits of working with you is that you also give a lot of advice, don't you? and support around that whole process. Uh, am I correct about that? Yeah, yeah. And we have a service where we'll actually uh, set it all up for you um, to where, if, you know, if you want to be completely hands-off, I mean, oh, this is cool. I could build my app. But now you have to go deal with, you know, Apple and submitting the app to them. And that's where, you know, as far as AppPressor being easy to use, it's very easy to use for setting up your app. You could use our app builder and set up an app based off of your website in like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And you're like, wow, I have an app that is ready to go. But then you have, then you're stuck with, you know, following the process with Apple and Google and making sure every, you know, all your, your certs are set up correctly and, and all that. Um, so we've tried to streamline that as much as possible. We, we actually have a process now built into AppPressor where it'll submit your builds for you automatically. So when you build it and you're done and you save it on the app builder, it's and you push it up, it's going to compile everything and, and push it up to both stores for you automatically, uh, which oh. is a uh, time saver. That's so, great. That's great. Um, one thing, if I was, you know, I have had discussions with native app um, developers on Android and on the Mac platform, the OS, and they would say, they, they would say, well, AppPressor, great idea, but the problem is, Jonathan, it slows everything down because you know it's bound to because it's it's middleware, you know, it's um, and it's interpreting, and then there's going to be a, a, a. They would argue there's bound to be some speed effect, but they would say drastic. How do you respond to that, Brian? So. I guess it depends on where you're, just like your website, right? It depends on where you're hosting your website. If you have, uh, if you're on Kingsta and you're, you have, you know, optimized site, then um, then your app is probably going to do pretty good. If you have like a, you know, and I'm not, you know, trying to dog any hosting companies, but if you have like a basic GoDaddy account or a BabyGator account or something, and um, and your website's slow, then you know, obviously your 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 app is going to be slow, um, and that there, it also depends on how you have your app set up, right? Because there's two ways. There's to point 
your your app pages to your website and load them with the app theme, which is going to take you know more time than if you were to to have the more uh, tailored API driven app pages uh, pulling the data directly from the API. So that that would also you know come into play. Um, but really, I, I would say it comes down to, to hosting. Um, but you are right. You know, AppPressor does uh, create this kind of, uh, you know, middle go-between, um, even though we're pulling, you know, it's, but, but that's really to set up to, uh, to build the app. Once the app is compiled and everything, it's going to just load, um, you know, the, your website data directly. So we're not really pulling anything from the compiled app from, from AppPressor. AppPressor is just used to, to, to build your app. Uh, and to compile it for you and and push it up to the to the app stores for you. Um, that being said, though, uh, when we do have uh, clients, uh, more more high end clients, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people that use AppPressor out of the box, you know, six hundred dollars a year. That's nothing for an app that you know they could use to tie into their data for what they, what they what they want. Some people think it's it's too expensive, um, but. But really, it, it really does uh, save a lot of time and money uh, doing it that way. Um, but in some cases where we have uh, enterprise level clients or just you know clients that want something very tailored uh, and want something custom, like I mentioned before, AppPressor will bypass using our, our platform altogether and just build a custom tailored app specific to you know the client's re- requirements. Um, and then we're you know in most cases using the, the WordPress API directly. Or maybe we're, you know, integrating with some other API from another system or something like that uh, to build right. really cool. I'm going to let Stephen have the last question before we wrap up the podcast, the podcast part of the show. Over to you, Stephen. What um, do you see that's ha- like in the app world right now? Do you feel like more and more people are trying to move to building apps? Like just like I have a web- like I feel like there was one a point in time where everyone was like, I have a website, I need an app, or are people more pushing into like a very highly customized sort of like, I only need an app if I have like a social networking type site, or if I have like the social engagement component, um, like utilizing BuddyPress. Like, are you seeing people just doing more general apps or very more specialized stuff right now? Um, a, a, a little bit of both. Um, and I would say a lot of our, a lot of our customers are uh, WordPress development agencies that uh, push App presser to their clients because it's easy upsell. Like as soon as they're done building a website, oh hey, hey now you need an app. Um, what you know, better way to get your content in front of everybody's eyeballs with push notifications? That's you know, that's key right there. Um, so you know, there there is a, a lot of people, developers, uh, and people that are that are building cool WordPress websites and custom functionality that use App presser at, at that capacity. Then there's then there's people that. Um, that want you know businesses that that are have their own website and somebody you know got the word down from higher up like hey you know great job on the website guys now we need uh, an iOS app and an Android app and that's when people you know find us too um, but but then sometimes the, you know the, they have quite valid questions like we were just asking about you know speed and scalability and stuff like that and that's when we kind of you know de- depending on the client's needs. We may think, okay, putting them on AppPressor is fine. They'll do they'll do great there. Um, but but then you know after some consulting, we'll we'll decide like, hey, let's do let's do uh, more of a more of a custom app for them. That's I'm sorry, that, I, I no, might have no. got away drifted away from the uh, 
from the question a little bit. You could tell I could I can go on with this stuff about this stuff for, for hours. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great but answer. Everybody well, gonna... involved with in my life, like like you know, hates me because I'll just. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine, Brian. That's your expertise is much appreciated. Um, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. Brian's agreed to stay on. He's a busy guy and he's got personal commitments as well, but he's agreed to stay on. Um, for our bonus content. And you can watch the whole video, the whole interview and the bonus content um, on the WP Tonic uh, YouTube channel. We're having a lot of um, new people subscribe to the channel. Please go there. So like I say, you'll be able to watch the whole interview plus the bonus content on our YouTube channel. So, Brian, what's the best way for people to find out more about AppPressor and especially what anything you're up to personally? Uh, sure. It's uh, appresser.com uh, or my personal email is brian, B-R-I-A-N, at appresser.com, uh, two Ps. Um, that's the best way to get a, get a contact with me. Or just through uh, social, ma- social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, uh, BMS. And what's the kind of training, res- the free training resources like on AppPressor? Because... Um, do you have a lot of um, training vi- training videos and sub- and um, just um, information resources? Uh, yeah, we have. So we have a docs.appressor. You can go to to look at all of our our documentation uh, about all of our you know the the framework itself, the builder, the the plugins, um, all of that. Um, We have have a YouTube channel that has all our, you know, videos and stuff. Um, And then we have a a support team. uh, So active subscribers uh, get access to our support and um, support email-based support tickets. And our guys will, you know, jump in there and help them out with whatever, whatever they need for their app. That's great. Um, So Stephen, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to? Head over to zipfish.io and uh, run a speed test and see how much faster we can make your website. That's great. Um, we, like I say, we'll be back. Oh, before I go, I want to say that we're going to be doing a, another webinar in December on the second Friday. So that will be December, Friday the 11th at 10.30 Pacific Standard Time. It's going to be me and Spencer again. We're going to be delving even more deeper into marketing optimization and building effective landing pages, funnels, the whole works, utilizing totally WordPress. So um, it's going to be a fantastic um, webinar. Um, go over to the WP Tonic website. You'll see in the top navigation a button that says webinar. Click it, sign up, and it's just going to be a a great resource for you and also when you're talking to clients or you're interested in doing something around marketing optimization, but you want to use WordPress. We'll be back next week with another great guest like Brian. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week. 